Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Hello there, welcome to episode 108 of the one and only Gunt Mosley's Sports Shack. Uh, my name's Gunt Mosley, and I'm here uh, here in the shack uh, with my boys. Uh, I've got John. Hi, John. Gunt? Gunt. Gunt Mosley? Gunt Mosley. The one and only Gunt Mosley? Yeah, you're listening to him. Lucky you. Lucky uh, me. <laughs> Stu's here. Stu? Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, it's going, and Clarence is out again, and uh, replacement, uh, the the mar- the far less surly uh, Brian Stensaus. Hi, Brian. Hello, hello. I feel very honored to be taking such a prestigious spot on, on the podcast. Brian, I know you have a real job, but at this point, you're supposed to swear. Oh, well, fuck it. There you go. There it is. Perfect. We also wanted to let our um, creepy female listeners know that Clarence is not permanently off the off the podcast. I know this is his second time being absent, but uh, he is going to be back soon. We think we have faith that he'll be back. I think he's uh, he's hanging out in uh, Denver right now, right? Some sort of vacation or something or other. Is that right? Anybody yeah. Know? Old Rockefeller decided he had to go summer in the Rockies. Yeah. So. Exactly. Good. Oh, good Denver. Him. Denver is having one of the worst weather stretches in history. I think every time I look up, the Rockies games are being canceled out at the out at their ballpark. So, El Clarence is getting nice and wet, but in a good way, <laughs> or in a bad way. Yeah, <laughs> or bad. That, arm, that arm hair just soaked. Oh uh, man! Right that's, now they're that's new, new, that's, that new people that. fanning themselves. Yeah, you, Steve, you know what the listeners want. I declare my stars, my stars, Stu. <laughs> it's all matted down to his arm. He looks like a mom. Oh my word! <laughs> Disgusting. Um, before we get into the sports talk, I did want to ask our friend Stuart a question. You had your uh, dad dance this past weekend, is that right, sir? I did. I did. Yes. I saw a photo on the internet. You were wearing jeans and a white t-shirt, of course. Yep, of course. Was there a bandana involved, or was there any no, other sort of no. any accessories? I, I, oh well, um, well, during the the dad dance medley, um, when the song um, um, "Soldier Boy Tell 'Em" or is it the artist "Soldier Boy Tell 'Em"? Mm-hmm. Either way, um, it, it's it, it's immaterial. Um, when that song came on, I I grabbed a red uh, baseball cap out of my back pocket. And flipped it onto my head in a jaunty manner. 
Oh. <laughs> oh. To, to, sig- to signify that I was a soldier boy, tell him. And I was going to Superman that all. So, uh, <laughs> you sound like a so, rebel yeah. who doesn't play by rules. I, I am pretty. I am pretty much the uh, crooked cop to uh, Danny Glover, guy who's seen it all and just wants to get up and retire. So, but yeah, it was a good time. Um, you know, Piper was both thrilled and embarrassed, which is about as good as you can get with your kids these days. Yep, thrill embarrassed. She loved. She loved the fact. Loved the fact that I did it, but she was horrified that I did it, which is. You know, that's about as good as it gets right now. So. Did you hit your marks? Yeah, yeah I think I did great. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. By the third, we did it three times. I could have done a fourth. I really could have. <laughs> Just... But some of the some of the some of the stockier older dudes um, were like you know the John bonuses of the, of the <laughs> thing. A little, uh, 75, 80 years old. Yep. They yeah they would have needed a oxygen. I think if we would have done a fourth for the show but um yeah i i was pleased i did you know the hammer dance i did a little pony um the aforementioned soldier boy um little moves like jagger and um geez is there a video game going on in the background brian's already bored. no that's my phone oh that's okay. my phone. I'm, I'm getting all these uh, i'm getting all these tweets from rough cat Oh, good lord! Oh, he wants to talk about like your like fantasy hockey league or something such. Yeah, so I sent him a picture of Goose flipping off the camera from Top Gun. Excellent choice! <laughs> Excellent choice! Hi, Jinx. That is that, the, the that reference is three modern... decades old. <laughs> that is right in our wheelhouse here. So, uh, James like Watt, the Interior Secretary, thinks that's a filthy joke. Um, <laughs> Alexander Haig, he's in charge now. Well, that's great. So it sounds like you had an enjoyable time doing the dad dance. It was an enjoyable weekend had by me. We've yeah. got a little Fred Astaire on our hands. We do. Um, so yeah, where? What do I type in? Oh. What do I type in after YouTube.com to get to the video of this dad dance? I don't know that the video is out there yet. You actually have to buy it, but um, I believe I know my I know I know um no price wife. is too high. I <laughs> uh, was well thirty five dollars, and my wife bought one, and I think I would buy to- seven. There's going to be a viewing party, I think, at Dana Wessel's place later. Yes. So, is it available for Amazon Prime members? Can we get like some sort of discount or something? Quick delivery. I, I, yeah, I would hope so. I think once we get it in ha- in house, we'll figure out what we're gonna do. But yeah, it's uh, it'll be viewed, um, and it'll be awful, and I will be humiliated. But you know, it's the internet. You get humiliated every couple of months, no matter what you do, even if you're a good person. And I'm not a good person. Both humiliated and loved, Stu. Correct. Humiliated and loved. That's, that's and because spot. you're a Minnesotan, you're not sure which one is more painful. <laughs> Absolutely correct. Well, I couldn't possibly be more in for the Dana Wessel viewing party for that one. That sounds no. like a oh, yeah. wonderful time. Yeah. It really is. So is this done? Is this it for dancing for a while? Or have you signed up for something? Are you already getting into like ballroom dancing? Adult at... You know, nope, education I'm, courses. Nope, I am. Nope, I'm done. It's all done. You're hanging Until up the uh, the tap shoes for a little while. I'm ha- no, no, they were they were just my regular regular old sneakers, my cross trainers. So. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't New Balances. They're not, I'm not that old yet, but I I maybe got like four or five more years before I I actually have to wear them so I can get like you know social security and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, those straight white ones. So much padding. I did not know that New Balances were known as an old guy shoe. Oh, those are old guy shoes. That's because you're a very old guy. 
I mean, they're they're for young wow. hipsters again now too oh, because they're so old oh, that they're like kind they're of so ironic. Old, and, it's, and it should be noted it's the it's the plain white New Balances. Ah, uh, yes. If, if you ever like go go to a Shopco, and it's got to be a Shopco. It can't be a Target. Go to a <laughs> Don't even try to go to a Pomino. Exactly. Go, yeah, he's got he's got like a he's got a short sleeve polo shirt and ample gut. It's tucked into jeans. There's a cell phone belt clip. And then he's wearing the balances. <laughs> I pull up that look every afternoon, man. I can do it. Comfort first, yeah. fellas. Comfort yeah. first. First mm-hmm. we go comfort. What is it about getting older and then wearing entirely white tennis shoes? I'm not sure what causes that, but it happened to my dad, and it'll happen to me for sure. Yeah, it yeah. is a little odd because you'd think that they wouldn't want straight white because they're out working in the yard with the with the raking and the mowing and whatnot. But maybe it's just the simplest. You don't want anything fancy like a blue, you know? It's a little too frou-frou. No, you don't want anything with some stripes on it. Oh. You want solid white, <laughs> like Johnny Unitas used to wear. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good to hear, Stu. I have another question for you. Um, mm-hmm. Have you been slumming around with other podcasts? Um, yes, 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 I, yes, I have. Are they, explain, are they explain good? This other are they podcast. <laughs> well, you guys know that I work for a podcast network, right? Yeah, yeah and I understand I that you need some strange uh, ones in a while. I'm just wondering how, how good they were. <laughs> uh, they were very good. They were very nice to me. Um, I was actually just going to do a segment, kind of like a fact check in their show because they make a ton of mistakes on their show, which is obviously very, I was very much, Wait. it was a way, it was, I was Wade. You were yes, Wade. I was Wade. You were Wade for the I was Wade. How, the Blue Line podcast. Now, what is it? Right. I don't know. Um, <laughs> TDTL? No. What does TDTL stand for? Uh, too Beautiful to Live. Too Beautiful to Live. The Too Beautiful to Live podcast. You were fact wow, You're the Wade of Too deep. Beautiful to Live. Yes. However, however, one of the hosts had a thing come up, so they needed someone to actually co-host. So I was the guest slash co-host for the entire program, and so, that was weird. <laughs> so you just stepped in? Are you? Is this kind of a Wally Pip Lou Gehrig situation? No, I doubt. The guy, the guy I stepped in for, his name's Luke Burbank, and he's like very, he's like you know a public radio guy. I mean, he's got his own live show out in Portland. I mean, he's oh he's kind of a big deal. Whereas I'm just me. So don't tell you. No, I know. It's just yeah. This show. I mean, these guys. I mean, Adam Carolla's been on it. Kristen Shaw's been on it, and whereas we have had, Ryan Stensas you know, has been on our show. <laughs> I, so, and I don't you forget it. Minnesota's forget Adam Carolla. He's exactly. He's he can tell you about a coffee break or two. Um, but, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, it's, and I mentioned the sportive on the show. I really did. Oh, I mentioned that I was doing two podcasts today and that was, this was the first one and this is the second one. So, oh, I can't so, wait for did, that TBTL bump. You, yeah. Well, there, I mean, it's, ba- it's based out on the West coast, but they are, it's a nationwide program. It does have a lot of subscribers. So I'm, ter- I was pretty much you know terrified that i was going to completely you know mess it up but i think it turned out okay i didn't swallow my tongue i didn't step away to go do laundry or just like not say anything <laughs> i've been doing this show damn that's so your signature move a, man i was in a pro damn studio talking it was awesome um so that was a very cool part of it but yeah it's a it's again it's a, it's i think you'll enjoy it if you listen to it 
I mean, if you like me on this show, you're going to get a lot more of me on that show. <laughs> and I did, I did like, uh, you know, they wanted to know where the, na- the name Randball Stew come from and, you know, stuff like that. So there's some, there's some behind the scenes stuff with Ooh. my whole sitch. And, uh, we, and we actually did talk about sports on there too, because he knows that had the baseball thing going. So we talked to, if you recall, uh, Lloyd McClendon went absolutely batshit yesterday. And he got there for time. I do like yeah, a Lloyd McClendon eruption. Oh yeah, because we, because you recall, like when he was with Pittsburgh, he like picked up first base and, and gunned it into the dugout. Yeah, he went to the dugout. He ran to the dugout and, and threw it, it back. on the stairs. It was one of the best meltdowns they've ever seen. And last night was great too, because he just went up to each umpire individually and told them how disappointed he was in them, <laughs> which was just. <laughs> Which is, it was a combination of Swamp Town and Marthaler right there. <laughs> just, you know, just, just, Yikes! Just the pure the pure disdain for any authority figure, which was from Clarence and John, just from explaining exactly what it is they did wrong and disappointed him so badly. <laughs> it was just it was a great McClendon meltdown. So um, anyway, so yeah, we talked about that, and um, I mentioned the show at the very end, and I gave out the right Twitter handle. I did at Sport a Podcast, and that's what it wow. is. Wow, right? uh-huh. that's a first. Yep. That's a first for Stu. Did you also get the website address correct? Because <laughs> they're different. Uh, yeah, Sport and I know this has thrown you I, in the past. I know the Sport of Podcast dot ink dot net dot ink dot biz slash biz. But yeah, so I did that today, and it was kind of a, yeah. I found out like you know early afternoon I was going to be on the whole show instead of just fifteen minutes, and it's like oh well. uh Puked in this the bathroom. Is, yeah, uh, yeah. I was like, well, again, again. There's, they've had actual like you know, people on the show, and again, we've had people too, but they've had people. people. Not actual though. So, no, not actual. Did you so, bring uh, your own earbuds, or did they have professional equipment? It's it, again. I was, I was at Minnesota Public Radio, Brandon. For Christ's sake, we have headphones. My God, and microphones. So, there, there's an actual engineer in the next room with the on the ones and twos. I want to be there. I want to go to there. There was a guy running the board in the next room. The ones and the twos? Jesus. He did. They they potted up my mic. You have hit the big time, And you've seen the mountaintop, Stu. You've come back to tell the the kinfolk, the the peasants, the serfs. You were extremely excited for how professional that podcast was ran. Yeah, I know. I... It was uh, after the utter disappointment and shame of being on this podcast. Wouldn't you be excited about a professional podcast? If you're yeah, we're using strings and cans here. (laughs) I can't. I told you. I can't. I told you. I can't believe we've been running for almost uh, what fifteen minutes, and we uh, you guys can still hear me. This is the longest uninterrupted stretch without an audio problem that Brian has ever experienced. Oh no, we're not recording yet. Did I? I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, we're definitely not recording. My computer shut yeah, down about five minutes ago. The minute we asked Brian a question and quit letting me talk about my great life, um, I think um, I think that'll be when things bomb out. So, but now I'm running my ego trip here like that nobody cares about. So, a good dancer, um, a national so yeah, podcaster, it was a good podcast and um, yeah, I'll, I put a link out there earlier tonight, and I got to whore it tomorrow a little bit more. So, um, hopefully, you guys, uh, it'll, it'll be out there for you to listen to and hopefully enjoy. Everything's coming up, Stu. I do my best, guys. I do my best. Well, we're all proud of you. Thanks. That's really nice of you to say. Yep. Yep. Uh, do you guys want to talk about sports at all? Oh, what the hell? 
Uh, yeah. So the twins are still oh, okay, here. guys. They're not terrible yet. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. We need to we need to mention Trevor. that every time that uh, until they're terrible because it's still fascinating to yeah. me. They're in first place right now. Or Trevor close to it or something. out of his mind tonight. He's good. He's a good pitcher. Like nine strikeouts, uh, no walks, and I think. I don't think he's had a walk in three starts, and he's had like twenty-seven strikeouts. That's incredible. Like, yeah, it's crazy. If only he wasn't yeah, thirty-three I, I, years old. That's <laughs> his last hurrah. This is it. Yeah. yeah, he's he's doing the retirement tour. That like you know they're gonna give him a rocking chair the next time he's in like Chicago. It'll be <laughs> yeah. nice. Yeah, so he's keeping him afloat because the other well, actually, Pelfrey still <laughs> somehow. Last I saw, he had like seven, some sort of seven-run one. Uh, 71 run start with like three walks and one strikeout. I have no idea how this is happening. He's got to deal with the devil, apparently. Yeah, my my bet with Mike Rand, which we ended up going double or nothing because Mike doesn't pay up on his bets. Of course. <laughs> it's not looking good for this season. Not at all. Well, yeah, no, you're right. You're definitely uh, an underdog right now. But, I mean, I'm not going to believe that this is real until, like, two weeks after the season has concluded. <laughs> yeah, after the World Series parade, we're going to be like, I think they're for real, guys. I think this could be the year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it all could fall apart any minute now. But I really think that this could be the year that they finally do it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you thought about, like, for this to work out, you'd have to have basically career years from half your team. And they are having career years from half their team right now. So just got to somehow, somehow buck the odds for only four more months. Yeah. (laughs) For only four more months, does Mike Pelfrey have to be great? Kyle Gibson have to be great? Trevor May have to be great? I don't see what could go wrong, guys. Tori Hunter, Trevor Plouffe, just just Tori Hunter can't get old. Yeah, that's it. Glenn never make a mistake. Yeah, I can tell you guys exactly what can go wrong. All right, you guys ever heard of a team, uh, the 2014 Milwaukee Brewers? I did. (laughs) They were pretty good last year, weren't they? I've heard some things. Led the division all year long until we got to the last month of the season, and then they remembered, oh, wait, we play in Milwaukee. Let's start playing like shit again. And they missed the playoffs. Unlike the second to last day. So what were they up going? That last month they were like going they into September. A, yeah, they had a very – I don't know all the numbers. All I know is in the back of my mind I'm thinking there's no way they're going to keep this up. Well, maybe. And then it got to the All-Star break. Then it got you know into – into August, and they were still playing well, and you're just thinking, okay, maybe this this is a possibility. Maybe the maybe this young uh, team has taken their uh, you know steroid leader to heart, and they're going to actually do something as a baseball team. And uh, then, like I said, it was like a, a flip a switch flip, and they remembered that oh yeah, we're we're the Brewers, and we we're we're, we're this going to be this team that's going to you know. Every thirty years or so, we're gonna have some magic, and it all fizzles apart. And I, it's it's a cynic in me, and I've I've uh, I don't know if we were taping at the time or not, but I, I've looked here long enough. Now I'm starting to become uh, closer and closer to this Minnesota market. It just feels like that's what's gonna happen here. They're gonna play really well, and then it's gonna get to be late in the season, and it's gonna be like, oh wait, we're not we're not supposed to be doing this, and it's just all gonna go into crapper. Yeah, I mean, I don't harbor any illusions that this is going to keep up. They were 100-to-1 <laughs> odds to win the World Series. 
I have to think that that's never happened ever. I mean, that's unbelievable. So, um, I mean, obviously, I, we're not talking about winning the World Series, but even getting to the playoffs would be amazing. We see this all the time. Um, I think it was just a couple – and actually, it wasn't a couple years ago. It was like 10 years ago. Remember the Royals were supposed to be the worst team in, in baseball, and they were somehow in first place up by like seven games at the All-Star break? And then like 11 days later, they were out of first place. <laughs> I do remember that. It was seriously like the end, middle of July, first place, end of July, out by four games. So it could happen, and it probably will happen. But it's still – the nice thing about it is obviously they are being competitive, and they've given us a couple months of enjoyment, and the the Calvary hasn't come yet. So so that's good. And as they say, you don't have to, they don't have to give these wins back. So They do say that. They do. They do. They say it. I say it. Who knows? We need a better storyline than Fog Machines and Dance Music, too, by the way. I don't believe that shit for one second. <laughs> leadership, Brian. That's the storyline. Gary uh, came in as leadership. Yes, it's... leadership. I, I will say, though, for as much as I'm sick of that storyline, and uh, which, by the way, somehow, and I don't know nobody reads newspapers anymore, but the Star Tribune does have a website as well. I uh, happen to kind of run it. But we... Uh, StarTribune.biz. Yes, yeah, go right ahead. Start to be now busy. All the Hormel story you can stuff a figure with. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know the like Lavelle email had a and a notebook item about this fog machine like two weeks before anyone else picked up on it, and then everyone started like kissing themselves in excitement that oh they have a fog machine and that's why they're winning. And uh, I just was laughing because like wow, well, <laughs> I know nobody reads the newspaper now. <laughs> this story it's already been out there. It wasn't a cover story. He wasn't saying that that's why they were winning, but he did have that item uh, well before anyone else picked up on it. But I will say, and I'm sure you guys have talked about this in your very excellent podcast, but uh, I do think there's something to be said having Paul Molitor in, 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 as manager, and I'm not just saying that because he's a Milwaukee Brewer. He, uh, I think he, that, I think he's got it figured out. The way he manages is so much better than what we've seen in the last 15 years around here. And, uh, so I, I do like what Molitor does. I just don't know if this team has uh, to keep it up all the way through into uh, into the fall. What do you What do you think Molitor does differently from Ron Gardenhire? You're more plugged in than we are, so. Well, I, I he doesn't talk see, shit you know, openly not, about Aaron Hicks every five seconds. That's, that's one true. Thing. <laughs> he doesn't throw young guys. I know there's the obvious things. He's not throwing young guys under the bus. He will shift his defense because yeah. it's not some newfangled thing. He's he will platoon the guy because it's something that has been happening since Earl Weaver did it in the 70s, but it's still too newfangled for Cardi. I get that those are the obvious things, but you seem to be alluding to something even deeper and more meaningful than that. I just think, you know, I, not really. I mean, honestly, I, I think it is what everyone else is seeing. I'm not really that plugged in. I mean, I, I don't go, I'm not in the clubhouse every day. I don't go to the, to the games. I just watch them every night on TV, and I'm just seeing a completely different. Just even even the way that uh, the the dugout looks, uh, just just the appearance of everything. I think just the way that he can take that team and the yeah, there's the stuff that he does differently with his defense. I mean, even something as simple as you know bringing in Perkins for for some four out saves or wherever they need him for uh, when he's not serving up home runs. But you know, it's he's. I just think it's a different mindset and uh, and maybe just some different. It, it doesn't just feel so cookie cutterish. Like, okay, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to battle our tails up, and if we win, great. I'm going to go out there, you know, every every fifth day like a pitcher and get thrown out and 
I'm going to fire my guys up that way. You know, I think Mauder just kind of does it. You know, I mean, Phil Miller was telling us, uh, you know, even even during rain delays, he's watching. He's sitting in front of an iPad with a stopwatch, and he's he's timing pitchers, uh, upcoming pitchers for for the next series, uh, timing their their deliveries and everything. I just I don't see. I'm sure Ryan Gardner was a fine manager, but I just did. I think after those that many years, uh, I just didn't see Gardenhire sitting in his office with a stopwatch, you know, uh, timing timing the the, the you know Kansas City Royal pitchers ten days out of actually playing the Kansas City Royal. Gardenhire was just sitting there with his pants off, betting Oswaldo Garcia he wouldn't eat a hamburger that fell on the floor. <laughs> Drinking a Bud Light or whatever the hell yep. he had. Then, yeah. Oh, they're starting the game back up? Ah, crap, guys. All right. Let's get back out there, battle our tails off, whatever. <laughs> Can yeah. you take one of these for the road there, Clubby? <laughs> I think that for some of the reasons we've mentioned, Molitor is certainly an improvement, but I think I've seen a little bit too much Edward uh, Nunez, or Nunez and Escobar for, for my taste to really think that... Hey. Crazy you things. Have Escobar. He went deep today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's batting a cool two twenty. Um, yeah. For the season, he has two extra base hits. I know exactly. He's <laughs> yeah. So like, and he's in the lineup a lot. I understand. There's there's some of it is, uh, you know, he has to play the guys that are on his roster. Um, I know some of it is there's yeah. There's not a whole lot else to choose from, and he can't necessarily call Ryan and say call up somebody else who knows what how that works but you know i think for me the jury's out a little bit but i but i guess i'd say better than garden hire doesn't necessarily mean good <laughs> that's true just that's no, a very low yeah. bar to clear yeah i mean garden hire was always talking about like well we need to have we can't platoon because guys need to know their role the guys don't like this uncertainty game in and game out. It's like, no, I think maybe you don't like the uncertainty. <laughs> I can't imagine a player being like, wait a minute. I I played right yesterday, and now I'm DHing? This is – I'm sorry. I can't handle this. <laughs> I'm batting fifth today instead of fourth? What do I do? Yeah, like that is the is the crazy <laughs> – and that's a notion that I think people just sort of believe because Gardenhire said it for so many years, right? Like, hey, man – if he feels comfortable in the nine spot, you got to leave him in that nine spot. He's comfortable there mentally and whatever. And that's just I I just don't believe that that's actually the case. So I do like that uh, Molitor seems to be, and I don't have anything to back it up, but he seems to be playing around with uh, lineups a lot more than Gardenhire did, um, which I think is always a good thing. Like tinker away, man. I know it's not going to change a whole lot, but at least it shows that you care and you're trying. You're not showing up going like, hey, can I just copy last game's? I just copy that because I don't want to rewrite. It's stupid. So haven't they started three different left fielders out in Boston for these three games this week? I did see that. I don't know what who they were actually, but yeah, yeah. But something as simple as that. Again, I don't think that's going to be difference between a win and a loss. But there, it, it's just a different look every day. It's not like I said. It's not so cookie cutter. Well, it's indicative of him working hard. So like. The, yeah. the actual lineup is not necessarily going to mean anything, but it shows that he cares, and maybe he is doing some extra things behind the scenes uh, that will lead to some wins. So, um, so that part's good. Again, I we never have any idea. I just I don't like the roster a lot. I mean, the lineup has looked pretty ugly um, this past couple week, past couple weeks. But um, what the fuck? It's working, I guess. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Let's not complain about anything right now. It's like when I lived in Arizona, they, 
the, you open the you open the tap in the kitchen and the water always came out, but I never had any idea how because there wasn't any water around anywhere. And I felt like if I thought about it, it would stop working. So let's not think about the twins too much. If we think about it, that's going to stop working. It's like Wiley e. Coyote running over the cliff, not falling till he looks down. The twins are our rusty faucet. Happen. Is that yeah. what you're saying? The twins are. Let's not take that any further. Well, I think it was uh, our boy Gleeman who pointed out, or somebody, or maybe he retweeted it. I don't know where I saw it. Um, that the twins and the A's, like OPS and OPS against, are virtually the same. And the twins are 10 games above 500, and the A's are like 15 games below 500, purely for situational reasons that are completely up to luck. So that's insane to me, but hey, it's a wild what ride. What did we just say? What did we just say? I, I'm sorry. I was so focused on pointing that out that I wasn't listening at all to it. <laughs> no, I was just oh. interesting. I wanted to ignore what you said because I wanted to point that out. Well, well oiled machine, we got here. <laughs> uh, no, there are bright spots though. Like I definitely think uh, Trevor May in particular and Aaron Hicks's defense. I guess for the future, Clarence those are good things. has been awesome. Yeah, but he's been smoking mirrors, awesome, don't you think? Or has he been? Has he turned it around a bit, a little bit? Well, I don't know. Are we? What did we just say about not looking at these things too closely? God damn it! I can't help myself. What is wrong with me? I'm the worst. <laughs> are you going to base this on facts? Or are you going to base this on feelings and leadership, Brandon? I can't. This is the worst thing about being a analytic fan when there's a, something like this happening. Like I need to just like calm down and enjoy it. Like my uh, mother-in-law was over this week and she was like, boy, I don't know. I mean, I was reading the or I was watching the news and Tori Hunter, I think he like brought some sort of dance machine thing and people love it. And that's why they're winning. And I just have to be like, huh? Yeah, that's yep. That's a thing. That's that's why, you know, and I can't ever I can't ever I have to just let that happen. But uh, it stings. Paying, paying attention to facts and stuff is fun, but it does mean that talking to 90% of sports fans is absolutely insufferable. <laughs> it's That's the main issue, and the other bad thing about it is you can't go back. Like, once you learn about it, you can't go, oh, you know what? It was more fun before. Fuck it. I'm going back to not knowing about this, because it's like it's in your brain now. <laughs> we are through the looking glass here. Yeah, exactly. What's, what's that? Wins aren't an important stat? I don't know. Twenty game winners. That's what I'm going back to. Yeah, I just cho- I just choose to believe that that actually matters now. You know, like that's yep. that's such a bummer. I've ruined myself. <laughs> I've read a lot of facts, <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead and not pay attention to them. God, that would be amazing if you could do that. That would be a good um, a good drug to invent. A fact, or like the in- mind eraser thing from uh, Men in Black. Yeah, yeah. Have one of those things. You know what would be great? There, it'd be good to have a permanent one, like like for baseball stats. We're like, you know, what? it was more fun when I didn't know about this stuff. And it would be good to have like a temporary day long sort of thing. Like if you go to a, a party that only has like Coors Light, you could like take a pill that's like I don't care about beer because I can go back <laughs> to the time when I wasn't a beer snob and this Coors Light's amazing, or food or whatever you. Whatever it is, whatever you're a snob about, um, I would have, to, I would, I would OD on this temporary drug immediately, which would be a problem. But Trevor Plouffe over eight today in the doubleheader, by the way. <laughs> now it's all I over. Love doubleheaders. 
I love double headers because it gives stats. you a chance to look up stats and be like, oh, so and so is 0 for 21 today somehow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nine times in one single day. What? And literally, I'm looking at a fantasy baseball roster, and that's why I'm realizing that he was 8 for 8 today. <laughs> is it your fantasy baseball roster? Yes, but he's on my bench, so fuck it. Oh, so wow. 0 for 12. I don't care. Yeah, yeah there get, you go. Get that out of your fine. system. What do you think is going to happen with Trevor Plouffe in the future? Like, is he a free agent at the end of this year? I think he is, right? I think that's right. Let's, yeah, let's just I, hypothetically say that that's right. So what do you do with him? Do you trade him? You can't trade him because no. we're in the hunt, right? So you got to hold on to him. Um, but you don't really need him long term, right? Because I think... I guess you let him, let him, let him go. I mean, I think you can, uh, you can probably roll the die. I don't know. I, he's turned into such a good third baseman, but I, I hate to, well, I hate it, to see those mitts go. But I, I just his yeah. defense is like really improved. I yeah, think. is that correct? Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. He's, yeah, his, his, I just don't want to. I don't want to let that go. But I also think you look at what you got coming up, and you're not going to be able to keep everybody. And uh, I, I think you just kind of see what. See what you can get, or I mean, see what he can get out there. And if there's no, I mean, someone will pick him up, and maybe you, you can you can come to him and say, you know, well, we have plans for you, but you know, we also we'd like to keep you, but we know that we might not be able to, and kind of give him the signal early. Well, Brian, the official sportive point of view on Ploof, uh is that uh, we should sign him and keep him there, and we should put Sano at first, and we should move uh, Joe Mauer to left field. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I well, I guess I haven't seen Snow at first. I don't know how he would do there. Um, I, I, I guess I could maybe say that. I don't know. Just, That's just the nicest power. thing anybody's ever said about one of our sportive point of views. Well, but I, I, I've noticed how I'm stretching out my words and I'm trying to think <laughs> how in the hell is this possible. Uh, Still I, more polite yeah. than we usually get. Yep. <laughs> how do you feel about hockey? <laughs> Oh God, no! <laughs> well, that's still nicer than most hockey innings responses. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of. There's a lot of guys that with not many positions, and Ploof at least can play some defense, which I think is more important than uh, we usually give credit. Um, just in general, as fans, I suppose. So, you know, yeah, no. By the way, Trevor Ploof is arbitration eligible this off season. No, Arb Elge, yeah. as we say in the business. Art Bilge, as we like to say. Art Bilge. Art Bulge. Yep. I have to get another beer, guys. Okay, thanks. Okay, bye, Stuart. <laughs> I bet he didn't say that on Too Beautiful to Live earlier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as I'm stuck here drinking Diet Mountain Dew. No, I know it's not a sportive beverage, but that's what I got to do for when I'm, these weeknights when I'm at work. Oh man, what what are you? What time do you work until? I'm usually here until between one and two. Okay, yeah. So when you say that you run StarTribune dot com, what do you mean there? Give well, us I'm, give I'm us the, the inside scoop. I am the uh, night web editor for sports, meaning uh, anything that you read on StarTribune dot com at night, uh, you wrote I it. put it there. No, I have not write it. I I placed. You took it the and, pictures. I, I probably wrote the headline. That's about the farthest we're going to get. But, uh, yeah, I just, it doesn't, but it's one of the few things that it, a lot of it is done by, uh, you know, automation coming in and everything. But 
it's got to be put in the right spot and someone has to make the decision of what goes where and it's like putting a puzzle together uh, for eight hours a night uh, every 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 night. And that's uh, that's what I do. What time do you start? Four. Usually, yeah, I'm usually in. I think uh, I can get in. You know, we're in this fancy new world now. We've moved out of the old dungeon, uh, Portland, and now we're up uh, up into downtown a little bit more in one of the big towers here. So oh, we um, that new office is absolutely gorgeous, mostly is, compared great. to the other one that had rats running around in it. Yes. It's uh well we you know some people actually like those mice but no it's uh this new building is is gorgeous and I uh but we don't own the parking lots anymore so we can't just come and go as we please so um I can uh, get in my car. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Contracted ramp. I can park at three. I usually get here between three and three thirty, and I'm usually here, you know, till one ish or so. So, how many times a week does Sid yell at you? Um. Well, tonight he's happy because I, as we were doing this uh, podcast here, I got his column up online already. So he's he's happy. He can be in bed now. Oh. But okay. he, he gets pissed off. He gets pissed off if his column is like if another columnist column goes online before his, he gets pissed. He he calls and wants to know why his isn't up, and that damn Suhan, his column's up. And <laughs> I love know. that your I love that your imitation of Sid is exactly the same as my dad's. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. universal. Yeah, he sounds he sounds drunk, but yet totally on the ball. All you gotta do is like close your throat and grunt. Oh, that's that's, that's pretty much. You do that, and everyone knows who you're talking about. And it's the exact opposite for Royce. You open your throat and just weave. And that's Royce. So it's, you know. <laughs> oh, that's tremendous. I don't know if I, uh, Brian, maybe I told you this story or not. And I may be remembering something wrong, but I swear about 10 years ago when the strip was sort of not really in its infancy's infancy, but sort of. So it was like 0304. Sid's mm-hmm. column was uploaded, but it was uploaded in like an he nobody had checked it yet form or oh so it was like it a lot been. of it was like these weird half sentences and ellipses <laughs> and then a bunch of capitals that were like check if this is right or like I don't oh, know about yeah. this or something and it was the most incredible thing I had ever read and then of course I didn't know at the time of learning how to screenshot it so I could save it forever. Um, sure. So I like refreshed it and it was gone, but I had a fun three minutes in 2003. I just wanted to tell you that. 
Yeah, it can be, you know, that's the, the, the I love working uh, in digital. I think that uh, it's a direction that media is going. So, you know, podcast, digital, I'm doing the right thing here. I don't think those are going to die for a while. I'm like print maybe someday. But uh, it is also dangerous because whether it be on Twitter, I mean, I've always, one thing I've really uh, discovered in doing this uh, job is that the I and the U being right next to each other can really be dangerous if you're typing like the word shut out. Or you know, mm-hmm. shut down uh, one you know wrong you know with your middle finger. Ironically, you you, you t- take the U or not the I or something, and you know you accidentally put in that you know there's a shit out or that uh, you know the team was shit sure. down. It um, and you can't you know and that, that's always going to be there. Somebody will screenshot it. Somebody yep. will have it, and it's it's going to live on forever. And it uh, you know I've, I've only had one. One of those happened, but I'm very careful in using those words. Was <laughs> yeah, it shit? That's what happened to you? Yep. Okay. No, it was shit. I, I wrote that the wild had a shit out <laughs> instead of shut out. <laughs> that actually could be their season in review video. <laughs> yes, correct. I had a coworker make the public pubic air one time. That was oh, really, really Oh, we did that, really we did that in the Minnesota Daily. Yeah, we did that in college. We had the... Uh, <laughs> it was a cover a cover story at the Minnesota Daily talking uh, first first column or first the uh, first sentence the lead was was all about the University of Minnesota's pubic safety. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we all do need to learn more about pubic safety. I would say. Well, that'd be good. Yeah, that makes you know, I two, two worst things that I did as an editor. Well, I should not even as editor. In my five years at Daily in college was I once misspelled my byline. <laughs> which is a true story. Um, and then another time when I was editor, um, or I was assistant editor, I think, but I was on that night, and it was a midweek volleyball match in Iowa, or at home, or something like that. And uh, we were running out of time. The match was going late, and I just piped in a headline that said, Gophers do something to beat Hawkeyes, and we ran it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Technically true. <laughs> yes. It's not wrong. I mean, point out the error. It's not the whole truth. Yeah, that was that was not one of my finer moments. Gophers do something to beat Hawkeyes. Oh, you're going to go a long way to ever top um, um, Aaron Gleeman's colleague uh, Craig Calcaterra from Hardball Talk for mm-hmm. um, for um, mistakenly um, removing the U in Doug Fister's first name. <laughs> put a dog fister in the headline. <laughs> that's just, that's, that can't, it can't be topped. I mean, it's just that's just it's too funny. It, yes. like, to this day, that is my favorite thing that has ever happened on the internet. Rough start <laughs> for dog fister. Dog fister. Yes. <laughs> that poor dog. <laughs> that poor dog. Yes. Uh, there was a there was a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode about writing an obituary that had a misfortunate typo in it. That was a pretty good one as well. You guys have seen that show? Uh, I've seen the, the show. show I don't remember the scene. Uh, he he was writing an obituary for his wife's uh, aunt, except instead of an A, it was beloved C U N T. Okay, I think I remember that. Now. <laughs> oh, God. Well, she was beloved. Oh, no. I mean, <laughs> that's that's very bad. That was a, that was yes, that was the beloved uh, C word that got. Uh, that was one of the. That's a great episode because it was all about typos, and it was a very good one. I I have one more StarTribune.com related question, which is: How come whenever I write a post on the soccer blog, 
nobody can figure out why my name is spelled wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I talked to you, I was trying to help you with this uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, I think what it is, John, is it's the way that your name is in our system. Because, like, when I file a blog, it just automatically, I don't type my name. It just automatically comes in. So there's got to be some sort of, like, when you log into the blog platform, uh, it must be, like, that. what is it? It's like an extra T or something like that? Yeah, my, my first name is just my first initial J, and then there's two T's in my Name. Mark Thaler. Yeah, I, I know this is a problem. This is a problem for other people. I know Parker Hageman's name comes up as John Hageman in there. <laughs> well, he looks like a John. Yeah. yeah it's more well, that is, that is his name because he's uh, he played quarterback at Alabama, so his name has to be John <laughs> Parker Hageman. And, Sounds like a murderer, which he probably know, is. Like Paul <laughs> Douglas on the Weather Blog, his name comes up all as one word. Like some Paul Douglas. yeah, just Paul Douglas. You've done quite yeah. the audit, John. Yeah, well, I I feel better about it knowing that it's not just my name that is somehow screwed up. That me and Paul poor, in this together. Some some poor web intern who was working a late night while this new this new system was being introduced just started randomly keying in names, not knowing that somehow it would be completely unchangeable for the rest of time. Yeah, that's a bummer, I, man. But hey, at it's least fine. I was able—I was able to fix the the other error we had about the uh, about the, the wrong team name and the wrong location <laughs> and all that stuff. Yeah, the <laughs> the soccer centric blog for for a couple of weeks after the new redesign said that John Marthaler is covering the Minnesota Stars at the Metrodome. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite an well, assignment. <laughs> all of that is three years out of date. Yeah, but I was able to find that and fix it. The other part of thing, though, I have no idea. I'm not like I'm, I'm not Honest, that. Uh, you know, my my wife just had to go to the social security office. I'll, I can make it there too. I can change it. I can just okay, go well. first initial like Harry S. Truman. Although that was his middle sure. name. But you see where I'm going? Uh, not really. But yeah. okay, sure. So not that. Well, I've had a couple <laughs> beers, so it makes sense. To me. Well, fuck it. <laughs> Do you guys want me to go back to being negative about the twins, or should we? <laughs> no, Brandon. We've got a couple that. other things to complain about. Brian's going to New York City. Let's ask him about that. New York City. Awesome. New York City. Awesome. Get some Somebody got a rope. Uh, it's the well, Brandon, Missouri of the East Coast. I hope to do better than tomorrow. Why are you going to? Why are you going to NYC, Brian? I am going to New York City, of all places, to celebrate my 10-year wedding anniversary. My wife has never been there, and she's one place she's always wanted to go. Oh. So I'm What's taking that? her there for our 10-year anniversary. No kids. You're a good person. You smell like hot pee there, so that'll be something. <laughs> yes, I have, yeah, I have been there. I, I kind of sort of somewhat know my way around the city, but it, it should be an adventure. I'm really looking forward to it, and I... I um as of yet, I'm actually pretty disappointed in myself. We really don't have anything sportsy uh, planned. Um, we were we were going to go to Yankee Stadium, and then I went and got tonight's show tickets, so that beat that. All right. And yeah. um, we've got some time at the end of the week, and uh, there's the Mets are in town. Uh, it's actually saved by the Bell Night at one of the uh, minor league teams out at Coney Island. Saved so by anyone, the Bell Knight. Is that what you said? If anyone is a, if any, yeah, Saved by the Bell. So if anybody is a Dennis Haskins fan, Mr. Bell, he's going to be a peer. Aren't we all? There while we're, he is. While we're there. 
We all so, are. Uh, there, there are some things to do, but, you know, it's just uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And I, I, we're staying right by Madison Square Garden. I was, I was openly rooting for the Rangers. I thought maybe I'd catch the tail end of a victory parade while we were there. The finals are supposed to end like two days before we get there. So to go seven games, we maybe could have seen a victory parade, but uh, that obviously is not going to happen. So. All right. So you have been to NYC before? I have, yes. I've been to uh, been to the old, I went in 2008 because I wanted to see the old Yankee Stadium before they shut it down. Uh, and then I've also been there for, I was back, way back in high school. Uh, I was there for a day. So I've been there a couple of times. Uh, most, like, the most recently in 08, that's when I actually did some exploring and kind of got used to the public, but, you know, using, using uh, subways and finding my way around, knowing landmarks and that sort of thing. And, so, but this will be the long. We're going to be there for almost a week, so I'm looking forward to kind of branching out a little bit. But damn it, I want to do something sports related, even though it is a it's a, it's a husband wife trip. But we're not all you know. I'm, I'm going to get sick of Broadway after a while, so I want to do something else. You want me yeah. to check the MLS schedule for you? Uh, I could probably do that on my own. I think I'll I'll, I'll figure <laughs> you out. You have the internet, that. right? Uh, <laughs> you know, I'll just uh, I'll take care of that later, John. No problem. <laughs> Yeah, that's right yeah, here. I'm typing it in right now. Yeah, oh, listen here. Woo. Man, oh darn, there's nobody in. You know what? It's actually the, the Liberty, the New York Liberty, the uh, WMA team isn't even in town. I'd like to go see Madison Square Garden, but I think <laughs> Bet Midler has MSG rested up for the whole week, so. Bet Midler. Yikes. All his WNBA fans, WNBA fans' problems. Well. It's not sports related, but you should definitely take a walk on the High Line. That's that elevated. I've heard that. Yeah, walking path on the West Side, which is uh, super cool and free, which is a rare thing for New York. And then um, I would, if I were you, at least spend some time in the West Village, um, Grand okay. Village area. It's sure. the. Uh, it's got a ton of character, and every bar is cool and fun. And you know, I think New York gets a. a fairly deserved rap for being insanely expensive but the village doesn't i mean there's definitely places to get a three dollar beer and a five dollar hamburger and and they're amazing and a three dollar slice of pizza it's actually not that difficult to do but when you're hanging out on times square and the park avenue and upper east side yeah obviously it's you know everything's five times more expensive than you would think but when you're down in the village and the lower west side and you know uh, lower east side and those places i think you can usually find some find some character so uh, I would for sure yeah, the, recommend uh, those areas. The only thing I want to do in Times Square is buy my theater tickets. Once I do that, I really have no interest in doing anything. I've, I've done that, and I really don't need to do it again. <laughs> yeah, it's just a just inside a giant commercial at all times. Like there's just yeah, it's yeah, it's crazy. So yeah. Anyway, that's those are my favorite areas to to hang out. Well, in. In Central Park, uh, there'll be a ton of things going on in Central Park. Maybe again, not sports related, sure. but there's. There'll be some softball games and some people running around and being crazy. Sure. My friend told me that he, uh, when he goes out there, he, he never walks anymore. He always bikes everywhere he goes. He said you can rent bikes pretty much anywhere you want to go. So I might do that as well. Yeah, cool. Nice. So there. That's my, that's my New York uh, New York sports report there. It's uh, not, not much, but it'll work. We'll take it. We'll take anything. <laughs> Stu, have you ever been to NYC? Yes, I have. Do you have any experiences um, 19... this year? Oh, God, it was 1989, John. It was my senior high uh, class trip. <laughs> so you went to CBGB and saw the Ramones, probably. 
No, nothing oh, cool no. like that. We were yeah. it was high school, so we weren't weren't nearly that cool. Um, we went. That was before it got really cleaned up. Um, it was still pretty dirty, and to be fair, it was really kind of awesome because it was kind of just kind of dirty and dangerous as opposed to Disney-fied and um, what's his nuts? Who's the shitty mayor? Giuliani. Um, like, ruined all the fun stuff. So, um, no, I'm, I just uh, trying to put a good way to gather my thoughts. I've been on a lot of podcasts. <laughs> I was having real trouble talking at this point. <laughs> Sorry, I've had a beer and a half, and I can't talk right. Um, I'm trying to. Uh, I just remember we, our group of like seniors in high school, were propositioned about a thousand times in Times Square before we went to like a shitty steakhouse by Eddie and Murphy. Saw a cor- <laughs> when not Eddie Murphy, and saw a chorus line at some theater. Oh, was the big. That was the big New York night. But other than that, um, it was, it was, again, it was a really quick trip. I was like, you know, not even 24 hours. So, Oh, wow. And that's been my I'm only see, experience with the city. I'm going to see Jim Parsons on Broadway. You guys a Big Bang Theory fan? Is that the, is, is he the nerd or the geek? <laughs> he's, a, he's a geek nerd. He's the he's super, super big one. <laughs> is, is he the one we laugh at because he's slightly abnormal or the one we laugh at because he's autistic? I have no idea which one he is. <laughs> he's the tall, skinny one. All right. I think he's the autistic one. He, yeah, he's definitely the nerd one. Autism is funny. There's no way around. There's no two ways around it. <laughs> it's Bay. funny because they don't know social cues. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's funny. Always good stuff. God, we're <laughs> snobs. John, see? Yeah. I am the worst. You need. To, we There's all no need to take the anti-snob pill before we do a podcast. We'd be pretty popular, I bet. <laughs> well, we'd be K-fan is what we'd be. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that is, yeah. They probably get more than 11 listeners per podcast. Yeah. So. It must be fun having people listen to you and share your thoughts. Yeah. Um, okay, I want to ask you a question, and I don't want to belabor the point because I'm truly not that interested in it, but... Um, I don't pay attention to pigskin news. Can can one of you update me on what has been happening with AP? So he just showed up to practice and now it's over? Every Is all the drama over? I don't need the background of like, you know. Oh, I think it's I think it's far from over. He's basically just showed up. I think there's still a lot of things to... We don't know what kind of football player he's going to be. Everyone just assumes he took a year off, he's going to be awesome. I am not so convinced. No, I guess I what I meant by over was I think... And again, I, I don't pay much attention to NFL news in the offseason. I watch it, but I don't uh, pay attention to the news. So I guess I was just unclear whether he was even going to be on the team or not, whether they were going to trade him or, or whatever. It sounds like that that portion of the drama, is that over? Like he's just on the team now, yeah. right? Yeah, he, he's on the team. He, I, he was never off the team while he was on that, that exemplist. But at that part of it, I think it's fine. But again, I, I think he's putting on a good face right now and he showed up at, you know, like I said, we'll see when, uh, when, when the real, you know, right now this is all volunteer stuff. It's, uh, he can leave whenever he wants. He can show up whenever he wants. You know, when he, if he doesn't actually start, uh, you know, I mean, it, and, and this whole contract thing for next year, I mean, I think he still expects that he's going to get, um, you know, guaranteed money and all that stuff. So, I mean, camels aren't oh. free fellas. no, Camels aren't free. Yeah. 
that's just an old wives thing. I mean, come on. Oh, they are maybe. Maybe they are now. Yeah, I think you can get if you know a guy who knows a guy, you can get a camel pretty easy. We do I have a camel guy here. I don't want to brag, but we got a camel guy. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you're, you're in the nice part of Minneapolis. You're like on the border of like Minneapolis and St. Louis Park in Edina, right? That like little area. I'll get you. I'll get you a camel by three p.m. Yeah, it'd be easy. <laughs> like one hump. Okay, is it a one humper or a two humper? Whip. Hey, can you give me that whip polish? Bro, I know a guy yeah. who can get a pure white three humper. That's pretty cool. Seventeen feet and long. And he can get you a camel. That's like some... <laughs> idea. This what? God damn it, John! I'm trying to have a conversation about a three hump camel, like an <laughs> trying adult. Trying to talk about camels, all right? <laughs> like uh, we're having a Stu and I are having a grown up conversation about camels that I can get you living near Edina, and you have to come in with this this, this blue humor, this, <laughs> this whip sound with your mouth. It's just unbelievable. Um, okay, so he's basically, and then um, I just was reading quotes on Twitter, which is not a fair thing to do for a person at all, but Zimmer seemed to be playing this whole what he's been through sort of thing, which is mildly irksome. Is that right? He hasn't been through anything. He went through something like he brought on himself. Yeah, I'm not really, I did. I'm not really sure what uh, what was all said and what was all done. Some of that uh, some of that press conference the other day was was tough to stomach. You know, hearing uh, hearing what what adults have to say about something that clearly a kid went through. But again, I don't think we need to rehash all that. I think that's probably all been said and done. So okay, good. <laughs> but I didn't miss here. So all right, well, so he's on the team, and I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's that's very true. He's here for now. I don't know how long it'll last. But. Good enough. Good enough. Do you guys want to talk about the NBA Finals? Yeah. All right. All right. And done. What do you have? Yeah. The Warriors <laughs> in four or the Warriors in four and a half? I have the Warrior. I have the Warriors. John Sharkman has uh, LeBron or a sandwich at Nelson's Cheese Company in St. Paul. Ooh, and you don't have, there's no odds on any of this? There, you just, no, whoever straight, wins, wins? straight up. And he was, he was betting, he was betting big on LeBron because LeBron was going, you know, that game four or whatever, he was just going berserk or whatever, I don't remember. Was it game three or game four? It was probably the one where he like shot that, like, like 24 for 80. Quadruple, yeah. So, I just, like, he was giving me Steph Curry and sandwiches, so I figured, what the hell? <laughs> Steph Can't Curry sandwiches. Steph Curry is, sandwiches. Uh, yeah. No, uh, I love sandwiches. Brian, do you have a point of view on this on this finals? I I think Golden State's going to win. Uh, I don't. Um, I, I think LeBron's too good to let his team completely fail. I just I think Golden State shoots the ball too well to let LeBron, one guy, basically come in and steal it from him. So I uh, I fully expect. I never thought that I would see Golden State Warriors. Uh, They've been the best team, I think. Even you know, Atlanta got that good. They were the, the top team there for record wise. But I always thought all season, staying you know here as late as I am and watching basketball, I watched a lot of Golden State games, and I they, just, they, they shoot so much better than anybody else this year. I just think that they'll uh, they'll they'll come in and and get it done. I don't know if they'll do it in four, but I think it'll. I think they'll come away with it. I mean, they're known as this amazing offensive juggernaut, but they're better defensively. They're the number one defensive team in the NBA. Yes, and they're still a great offensive team, but they're not as good as they are defensively. So, 
Because if you think about it, Bogut, Green, Barnes, these guys are more defensive. Uh, Iggy, more defensive minded. So, um, yeah, they don't really have any holes. I don't. I don't really know what they are. I guess the only thing that I read was that they're not great rebounders, and the uh, Cavs are um, are really good offensive rebounders. So, but that's like what four extra points a game, maybe. I mean. This is the best regular season team in the past 10 years. So I love right. LeBron and I have a lot of faith in if you have the best player, you have a chance. But I would be happy and amazed if this went to six games. It would just be through the moon because that would be like two extra games to watch just for fun. Because it should be, at the very least, a very entertaining series. No matter who wins. Like, if you actually just care think- about watching basketball, this is going to be awesome. I think it'd be great basketball. I just think, you know, we've been seeing it all year. I just think you put the ball in Steph Curry's hands at the end with a chance to win, and he's going to do it. Yeah, and it's one of the – it's hard to find a team to actually hate. I guess I'm just coming from – I'm just speaking for myself, but I can totally see – I can't see hating either one of these teams in any capacity, right, because the the Warriors – have not won in like 50 years or whatever it is, 40 years. And Steph Curry is amazing and super fun to watch. And they're just an awesome team. And the Cavs, their city hasn't won since what? 65 or some insane number, like in any sport. And it's LeBron and a bunch of fucking YMCA players. So there's no hateable team at all here. I guess if you totally hate LeBron, maybe that's one thing. But for the most part, this is just like, Sort of fun bonus basketball, I think, for most for most casual fans, which is which is kind of cool. Who would you say Cleveland's second best player is? Well, Irving, if he's healthy. Okay, he's right. not healthy, so. So if if he if well say so he ha- he's had a week off, so he should be their second best player. But if it okay, doesn't, I saw a Twitter picture of him just sitting in the stands at practice today. So clearly, he's not a hundred percent. Um, do you remember the story? I think it was earlier. It was like game. I'm I'm making all this up, but it was something like game five of this year when there was uh the uh there was a really fun regular season game, and Irving looked at LeBron and said, "Is this is what is this what the playoffs are like?" <laughs> no, Kyrie, this is not what the playoffs are like. It's fucking November. Anyway, um. That's neither here nor there. I suppose at this point, uh, Jesus, um, I don't know, man. It's somewhere between Mozgov, Thompson, and J.R. Smith. But they all just have these weird roles, like Mozgov's good defender, and that's about it. Thompson's good rebounding and defensively, and Smith's good offensively, and that's about it. And then Shumpert's like the lockdown defender who will hopefully guard Curry, but who knows? You don't know any of these people, do you? I do. Well, John just so, left. No, Stu I'm is... here. So, so, so would any of those guys make the top eight or nine rotation for Golden State? Any of those four guys you just mentioned? Thompson, Mozgov, or Shumpert, or Smith? No, I think if you look at the top 10 players or the top even 12 of this, no, let's just say 10 of this series, eight of them are on Golden State. Like, they're really deep. They're not great. They're not a top-heavy team besides Curry. I mean, the other guys, I know Thompson gets a lot of accolades, and he's a good player, but he's not a, he's not Scottie Pippen. You know what I mean? Like, he's not a, 
what is happening Whoa. here? Is Brian what is typing? <laughs> I'm not typing. It's not me. No, it's not Stu anymore. Brian's actually working right now, I think. <laughs> Brian is currently furiously typing to Sid Herman. We've got a TTY good. phone. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um... <laughs> wow. It took us an hour, but finally we got the audio problems that we all expected from a Brian Stensauce episode. Brian has just yeah, a knew. bag of sun chips that he's just crinkling in front of the microphone right now. <laughs> that sounds delicious. Okay, it's I'm better now. To... Um, yeah, the the Warriors are just a super deep team. They've got like eight or nine really good solid players where the Cavaliers only have eight players that they can just play in general that are like able to suit up. So, um, in that way, it's just a huge mismatch. And LeBron, throughout the playoffs, um, has been really bad at shooting. Like, his three-point shooting and his jump shooting have been terrible. He's been good in other ways because he's amazing. But I think if he can figure that out, that in the first game or two, that's really important. But otherwise, they're fucking toast, man. It's going to bum me out because I'm rooting for the Cavs. But who knows? I also have money on the Warriors. So, uh, all right, yeah, there they were go. four to one at the start of the playoffs. So I got them at like, yeah, that, that which was insane to me because they were by far the best team. So I'll win a lot of money, or my team will win. So that's good. Not a bad way to not a bad way to watch a series. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's that, John. What about the NHL playoffs? That's a thing, right? The NHL playoffs are, in fact, a thing. They're happening yeah. right now. Unlike the NBA playoffs, there's not 63 days in between games. That's weird uh, because they see, play the I same was, number. I was going to see where the hockey fan was going to, like, well, we can't cheapen it by saying the NBA season's too long because they start their finals in the same exact 24-hour period. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so they're going to say, well, the period of time was too long between the semis and the finals, and that's how we're going to act superior, even though we're not superior. You we did just it. gotta cheapen right. it in some way. I do what I can. Exactly. Exactly. The, the thing is, when the Wild get knocked out of the playoffs, as they always do, I'm usually so mad about it that I don't pay any attention to the rest of the playoffs. Yeah. Because I mean, the Blackhawks are in the finals. I can't stand the Blackhawks. But I don't want to cheer for any of the other teams either. I'm not going to cheer for the Rangers. I'm not going to cheer for the Lightning. That's just that's just not who I am or what I do. So instead, I'm just going to be mad the whole time about everything. That's a pretty standard NHL fan response though, right? It's it is yep. haven't they shown that like once your team's out your ratings are like nothing, but when your team's in it the ratings are unbelievably big, right? Yeah. So if you look at the NHL playoff T V ratings, if the Wild are in it, Minnesota's T V ratings are a hundred. Everyone in the state is watching the Wild. And once they're out, the ratings are nothing. It's like they're behind Sacramento. Right. Yeah. So, I suppose that makes just sense. Because we're all still we're all still angry about your Thomas Vanix and your Miko Koivus and such. Yeah, okay. So that's a really good NHL finals preview, John. Thank you for that. I just want everyone to lose. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> You're rooting for the meteor and that's fine. So John, do you want do you want this series to go seven or do you want it to do you want the Blackhawks to win the next three and just get it over with? I'd like I think ideally I'd like this series to somehow stretch to 153 games, and at the end, 
<laughs> Ideally, the Blackhawks would not be in next year's NHL playoffs. Preferably because this series is somehow still going and they haven't had time to qualify for next year's playoffs. That's what I'd like. I don't know if it's possible, but that's what I'm hoping. Right. I don't pay much attention, but that sounds unlikely. Well, we'll have Hans Van Sluten on soon, and he'll tell us whether that can happen. We'll have Wade fact check go. it. Yeah, Wade can look and see if that's ever happened before. I think it happened, like, I want to say the Islanders, their third Stanley Cup championship in a row. I think that series went 93 games. Yep. I'm not sure. No, yeah, it stretched on a year and a half. Is that when Mike Bossy died? Yep, that was that was the year that Mike Bossy died on the ice, but there wasn't a whistle, so they just played around his limp body for a period and a half. He still the somehow Zambos tried to walk it off. Iced him into the ice. He's still there. If you look far enough down in the ice at the Nassau Coliseum, you can still see Mike Bossy. Dead Mike Bossy under the ice. So they finally dug him up when they tore, when they tore out the ice in Nassau for the last time here a couple weeks ago, huh? No, it's 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 a little bit like home plate at Metropolitan <laughs> Stadium, which is still at the Mall of America. It's still there. you got to go pretty far down. but It's encased in bronze. It's just, it's just there. He's like, he's like Lennon. It's right. really inspirational. Glass forever. Good deal. Well, I got, in basketball, i got Golden State in five. Hockey, I'll take Blackhawks in six. How's that sound? I hate to say it, but uh, I don't. Mm, it's yes. a good thing I don't know any Blackhawks fans because they're just the worst. I'm not a fan. I'm a Holly Mathai. I believe it's a Blackhawks. Good lord. Oh, man, really? I think she worked for them for a while. So it's yeah. probably she'd be the closest you would have. She worked uh. for the Wild for a while. Well, yeah, she was a turncoat. And she's from Minnesota. Oh, man. But she went to Notre Dame, and Notre Dame is practically Chicago. So it's like <laughs> if if she on. wasn't so great, she'd be pretty hateable. <laughs> you know, if we were smart, the Women's World Cup starts this weekend. We would have had Holly Manti on to talk about the Women's World Cup, which should be really fun to watch. Whoops. It would be. Oh, well. well, well Women, Women's World Cup talk. I think that's my cue. I got I to gotta run to work, boys. I appreciate the invite here. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> hour, hour and a half is my uh, limit. I got to get back to my desk. Okay, Brian, we love you very much. Always appreciate it. Thanks. Hey, I can't believe we, pre- well, other than a little bit of static, I can't believe we got through this and that we'll only find out uh, <laughs> yeah. afterward that it never recorded. We haven't saved yet, buddy, so don't. Uh... <laughs> very good. I sincerely appreciate talking with you boys. I hope we can do it again, and it's not another nine months before I do it. You bet. Thanks, sir. All right. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye. I forgot about this underrated feature of every Brian Stensas episode where he has to leave and then we get to talk crap about him after he's gone. Should we should we dial in Holly right now and get the real guest going? Yeah. Can we just call Holly and start talking soccer right now? Yeah, probably okay, not. It's a quarter after 11 in Maryland. Yeah. yeah, but Holly's cool. She probably stays up late. But she works for a brewery, so, I mean, in theory... She's probably just getting to work right now. I can't even imagine the stress-free lifestyle of just like, yeah, maybe I'll go get a drink or maybe I'll go home, whatever. Like just no obligations. I think about it a lot. (laughs) I think we all do. (laughs) Everyone does. Yeah. Well. um, All right. I've I've actually got nothing else. I think I need to go. I need to write a speech. I am the best man in a wedding in under 48 hours, and I still haven't written oh, that's a speech. Right. 
All you right. bored the shit out of us with that last week. I mean, you talked to us about that last week. That was pretty cool. Yeah, no, you were really interested in that story. It was a good one. <laughs> I've gotten a lot of feedback offline. Offline feedback. A lot of offline feedback. We can just write it for you. I'll help you out. Yeah, Webster's make Dictionary a... defines love as... Make a joke about that he like drank too much in college, and there was a bunch of yep. chicks, and then the bride has been like crazy, like over planning this thing, and then uh, uh, he helped me out through some hard times. Now we're great friends. We're gonna have a fun party tonight and drink the end. Cheers. That's that about it. Right? Inclusion marriage is a series of contrasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just jokes about how. If you're, just don't point out that you're right to your wife or something like that. Sure, I, I'll just probably download the whole thing off the web. That's probably That's a good idea. Bestmanspeeches.biz. Probably, you can probably get there from StarTribune.biz, so check that out. Yeah, probably linkbacks. <laughs> They're big into linkbacks. All right, well, that's, that's that should do it. Oh, boy, we got the static coming back. Um... What do you think? Is that enough? Is that enough talking? Well, we've been Gun Mosley in the sports pile. What were we tonight? Gunt Mosley's sports check. Gump Worsley in the sports check. Gunt Mosley. <laughs> Gump Worsley. Gotcha. You son of a bitch. All right. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. I love you. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness, and they come in five different flavors. They're so good wild berry acai grape pineapple mango lemon and mandarin orange my favorite is the wild berry because i just i just love a berry so if you're like me and you're drinking water all day then try splash refresher it's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you Acast powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend the Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.